1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We have a very special show for you today. We're going to be talking about family values. I think family values are really important. So this morning I have two familiar guests. I have attorney Michael Coleman. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. And we have Trevor Williams. Trevor is our digital marketing coordinator at USA Wealth Group. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning. So gentlemen, do you believe in family values? Of course. Absolutely. And you're not wearing your hats this morning. Otherwise, I would say hold on to your hats (laughs) because we're not really going to be talking about family values today, are we, gentlemen? In a way, it is kind of, but not really. It is kind of. So today, we have a very special topic. It's called 18 Estate Planning Lessons from Game of Thrones. So there's actually a very good detailed article, and I said, we've got to do a show on Game of Thrones. Yep. Now, I understand and realize that a lot of people listening today may not be fans of Game of Thrones or may not watch it, but I'm constantly surprised at how many people I come across who watch it faithfully. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to do any spoilers today or talk say, about the endings. <laughs> right. Because as this show airs on Sunday morning, I guess the last, very last episode is going to be this evening. Yes. So, but I will say we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones, so if you haven't watched it or read the books there are going to be spoilers. Yeah. They're just a little bit, at least throughout the past couple of seasons. Okay. It depends on uh, what you say, but, um, (laughs) but uh, interestingly, a company called wealth management did put together a very detailed report called 18 estate planning lessons from game of Thrones. And boy, this really caught my attention and caught my eye. So Mike and Trevor, I know you both are are fans of game of Thrones. Yeah. Watched all the seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have to give a confession. I've never seen one episode. No. Well, you got to start from the beginning. You have to start yeah, from the you, beginning. Yeah, you do have to start right yeah. at the, the beginning. But this, this article really intrigued me, and I thought, all right, I know Game of Thrones uh, a little bit mm-hmm. uh, from reading about it, and I have a great Wikipedia article, mm-hmm. very lengthy, by the way. If somebody wants it, uh, either go into Wikipedia and look up Game of Thrones, yeah. or... We'll send you a copy if you want one. It gives you all the plot lines and the history and the actors and the stars Mm -hmm. and the directors and so forth, where it's been filmed. I actually got into it through my mother. She started reading it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And um, she couldn't continue. She got maybe 100 pages into the first book and got lost because there are so many characters. Um, I would say maybe around 50 characters. 50 main characters, but I understand there's like 360 Total characters oh, involved yeah. in yeah. Game of Thrones. Yep, there are many different families, and then there are mm-hmm. you know members of families, 30, 40, 50 members. There aren't as many on the show, but mm-hmm. in the books it's much more detailed. So it really is very much like life today, isn't it? Because how many families do we all know, uh, especially from your law practice, Mike, oh, yeah. and yeah. the clients that we interact with? I mean... I don't know about you, but I personally know of one case of murder. I've seen incest. I've seen people that don't speak to each other. I've seen all kinds of things. I haven't, I haven't had murder yet. <laughs> yeah, this unfortunately yeah. a case we couldn't prove it. Um, but going back about ten years, we, wow. we know that it took wow. place. Uh, we had a private investigator involved, um, but it couldn't be proven. 
Well, there's plenty of that in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that is the okay. Game of Thrones. <laughs> so we don't want to give people ideas, but if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, maybe it's time to watch the last episode and then start from the beginning. I wouldn't do that. Mike's shaking his head. <laughs> no. That would they, uh, It would almost defeat the purpose at that point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Game of Thrones is a story that takes place in... Um, what time period, roughly? Middle Ages? Yeah. I would say so. It's a fictional time period, so right. there's no, you know, it's not linked to history. Um, but I guess it would be sort of like Middle Ages when there were kings and queens. And yeah, if we were to compare it to a, an actual time, it would probably be like that. Okay, so when I was preparing for this show, um, Deb Broder from our office had printed out quotations directly from Game of Thrones. Huh. And I literally went through about probably 200, 250 pages wow. of quotations. A lot of dialogue, a lot of quotations. Yeah. And basically, I kept saying, I can't say that in the radio. <laughs> I can't say that in the radio. Right. I can't use this one. No, I can't use that one. So there's a lot of um, sex, mm-hmm. violence, bad words. Incest. Incest, murder. Um, Dragons. What was that? Dragons. Dragons. <laughs> it's got everything. Zombies. Something for everyone. Yep. Sort of like um, politics in America today, probably, <laughs> except right. for the dragons. <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, first of all, I want to mention that uh, Mike is here, obviously, from Lancelot, Inc., yep. and mostly what you do is estate planning. We do estate planning, so we prepare wills and trusts and powers of attorney. Um, we also do some real estate work, so we can help with the real estate sales, if that's something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. We do Medicaid work, probate trust administration, so a number of things. So in Game of Thrones, is there discussion about real estate and acquiring real estate? Um, I guess in a way. Maybe not formally, <laughs> but... <laughs> or not legally. Anyway. Yeah, not legally either. There's a lot of taking of real estate. So let's uh, let's get into it, as they say on CNN at night. Uh, I think that's not Don Lemon. It's the fellow who precedes him on you got me. CNN. Well, the first lesson is all men must die. And um, this article, which is very fascinating, be happy to provide a copy of this to folks if they wanted to, 18 Estate Planning Lessons from Game of Thrones. Uh, It's a practical guide, that is Game of Thrones, is a practical guide to succession planning do's and don'ts. Does that sound logical to say? Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Let's start with our 18 lessons. Uh, okay. Lesson number one, take inventory of your client's assets. Yep. All right. And what's the name of this lady with the blonde hair? That is Daenerys Targaryen. Okay. Daenerys Targaryen. She's one of the main, main characters that you follow throughout the series. Well, she's quite attractive. Is she a nice person? Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> okay. Well, this is really interesting. It says... Uh, helping clients periodically evaluate your assets saves time and frustration. So Daenerys Targaryen, I pronounced that. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. You can call her Danny if you want. Danny? Mm-hmm. Do they use the name Danny? Yeah. Oh, okay. It says, well, almost always cash poor has collected some very valuable assets over the course of her journey. We know a lot of people like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not the least of which are her dragons. Right. So I wonder if her dragons have a value. She's the mother of dragons. She's the mother of dragons. Yes. I, like yeah. that. I guess we could say about that, uh, say that about some people that we know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so she's a, um, it says, conquering princess's wealth is constantly in flux as she continues her domination of the East. 
So this is really interesting, uh, Trevor. Uh, somebody in the UK, a company called Freedom Finance, did an mm -hmm. estimate of what the value of her assets that were. That is interesting. And it said they've estimated that the value of uh, Danny's assets, including her army of former slave soldiers, are worth at least $382 million. I wonder how they calculated that. I don't know. It's a British thing. <laughs> <laughs> they did it in pounds, first of all. Right. But, um, so I guess the estate planning lesson here is that when you're talking to clients, you want to make sure you know what their assets are. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we always do is we have clients fill out an intake form mm -hmm. to make sure we know what they have because we want to make sure that we get assets into a trust, if that's what we're doing, okay. um, called funding um, the trust. So that's important for our, for our work. Did they do some of those things in Game of Thrones? Did they keep track of their assets? I guess so. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, they're all very greedy, so yeah. they <laughs> want as much as they can. So believe it or not, I have a lot of quotations today regarding Game of Thrones. So Sophie Turner said, you don't want to be innocent in the world of Game of Thrones. Mm. So you yeah. have to be really smart and savvy and yeah. have a certain disposition to survive, I guess. Right. Although Game her character was probably one of the most innocent. Yeah, characters. her character learned a lot the hard way, so yeah. it makes sense that she's saying that. Okay. Um, here's a second lesson from Game of Thrones. Do-it-yourself wills aren't the answer. That's right. Do you know some people who have done do-it-yourself wills before? Um, yeah, I'm sure we've had clients who have come in, but I know you have a very famous story about a Supreme Court justice who yes. did his own will. And yep. Chief Justice uh, Warren Berger, yeah. uh, Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court, lawyer obviously yeah um he died intestate which means he didn't do a will at all he had no estate plan mm. and i've often said this is a man who lived in washington dc presided over the supreme court uh, as chief justice and he would have been uh, had any lawyer in washington dc would have volunteered to do his estate plan yeah. probably for free just to have bragging rights that right. they did his will and trust, yeah. but he didn't do anything. So, But I've seen people in the past who have done modifications to their wills and yeah. didn't witness them correctly. Yeah, we have a client right now who tried to do his own will, and he named a few people as beneficiaries, but then he also had those beneficiaries witness the will, which is a no-no. Right. Have, you know, so if you're thinking of doing your own will, you don't ever want to have a beneficiary be named as a witness. Right, exactly. Because it invalidates the will. Yep. So it has to be done with some precision, and you know, give Mike a call at uh, Lance Law, uh, 508-998-8800, and he'd be happy to make an appointment and talk to you about your estate plan. But this particular section here, do-it-yourself wills aren't the answer, uh, has a picture of uh, Robert Baratheon. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and says, conquerors don't make good kings. You know, alcoholism can kill and so forth. But most importantly, don't allow clients to attempt to write wills for themselves. It's too easy to make big, costly mistakes. So in the case of Robert, he did his own will, apparently. Yeah. Maybe you know this from the story. I don't remember this, but... Okay. And he says, when writing the will, Ned Stark replaces my son Jeffrey um, with my heir, and that didn't really work. Well, it says the king's eldest son is actually a bastard. That is illegitimate. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the will in Ned Stark's 
uh, later actions tipped off a struggle for the throne that cost the lives of thousands. Mm-hmm. We don't have that to worry about if you don't do a will correctly no. or if you do Luckily, your own yeah. will. You're not going to re- result in thousands of people losing their lives. Yeah. But you're not going to have assets go to the people that you want them to receive. Right, right. right. So. And little did Robert know, but Joffrey was not his son. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he was illegitimate. Well, right. yeah, yeah. Or he slept with his sister or something else. Right. right. From what little I've learned about Game of Thrones, reading about it, it's just, boy, how do you keep track of who's well, that's the living thing, with yeah. who and it's hard. It, it, yeah. what child. And it's interesting because when I first started watching it, I had no idea who everybody was. But then in hindsight, those connections mm-hmm. somehow managed to click, and now I can figure out who's everybody. So, Trevor, you're looking at me with such earnestness, I have to ask you a question. Okay. Do you think you'd like to live at the time of Game of Thrones? Probably not. Okay. I think it's really cool. <laughs> I like the concept of it, but I don't know if I would want to live in such a cutthroat time. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's another quotation regarding Game of Thrones from uh, Julia Gilliard. One thing Game of Thrones has taught us all is to guard against too much emotional investment. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it sounds like everything in the Game of Thrones is involving emotions, isn't it? A lot of it is. Yeah, there are certain characters who are really disciplined, like mm-hmm. Arya, I think. She's yeah. not very all that emotional, but others are. But the thing is with the show, you cannot get attached to any character because every episode their life is on the line. Yeah. Okay. And I guess you don't know whether they're going to end up being a good person or a bad person. That too, too yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of like... Life in America today, isn't it? Yeah. When you think about it. So uh, don't stop with a will is our next lesson from Game of Thrones. A simple will is probably not sufficient in terms of a complete estate plan. So, Mike, you can talk about this one. Yeah. A lot of times people want to do just a will, but they don't understand that depending on how assets are titled, a will really isn't good enough. It still has to go through probate. Um, The good thing about a will is it sets forth who you want your executor to be and who will get your assets Mm -hmm. but it is still subject to probate and that's something that people don't always understand so you'd rather see somebody with a will than having no will than having nothing absolutely but on the other hand for most people or many people a trust can be much better than just a will yeah a trust um, avoids probate and also can hold assets for you know a long period of time you can split assets in a way that preserves them for if you have a special needs uh, beneficiary or someone who's underage, you can do all that within a trust. So those are more useful. So the lesson from Game of Thrones really simply is consider having uh, individuals do trust and fund trust for children to make sure they're being taken care of in the future. Right. Especially if the law of the land is primogenitor. Mm-hmm. I had so to look that up. What does that word mean? It's the right of the firstborn to an estate. So basically, um, if there's no, I guess, if there's no will or mm-hmm. estate plan in place, what it would be is everything goes to the firstborn heir. And there are some cultures where that still exists today. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get this wrong, but I believe, in fact, I know that Iran is a country where the firstborn male inherits everything. Oh, wow. And uh, I know a personal example of that. <laughs> Um, from somebody who lived in Florida, and it was a woman, and she was uh, later married to a friend of mine, but her brother who lived in California uh, was inheriting everything under Hmm. Iranian law. Oh, wow. 
Wow. So, so watch in this out for case, primogeniture. In Game of Thrones, if that were the case, then these two seen here, Arya and Sansa, would be totally left out because their brother would have gotten everything. Right. So Sansa was left at the mercy of the Lannisters for years, mm-hmm. and Arya has to travel through the war-ravaged countryside on her own. That's right. Whereas had there been a trust, maybe they could have received something. Yeah, exactly. Right. They could have named a trustee and had assets held in trust for Arya and Sansa's benefit. Okay, so here's our next lesson from Game of Thrones. Okay. And it says, have more than one trustee. Yeah. Don't just have one trustee. Make sure you have a successor trustee. Absolutely. Or a co-trustee. Because I guess there was a lot of people, a lot of homicide and fratricide yeah. and everything else in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. right? So this is um, Caitlin Stark that's pictured here, and this is Ned Stark's wife. And Ned was killed, and uh, Caitlin sort of take, took over, taking she care of, charge all the, of the children and, and all the kids, yeah. And unfortunately, she later died as well. Um, so then that's when you know Sansa and Arya and everyone had to take care of themselves, sort of. So when we do trusts, we always say, you want to name at least one trustee. Sometimes people don't have anyone that they want to name next, so we as a law firm can actually act as trustee in some cases. So Ned Stark did not name a successor after his wife to take care of his children. Yeah. That's why they're left on their own. Exactly. So that's always a very good, important lesson. Yeah. How about guardianships? Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones also says naming a guardian for children who are minors is essential, Mm -hmm. but even more perhaps as important is notifying the potential guardian of your intention to avoid conflicts in the future. And uh, I've seen cases as recently as this past week where uh, one woman knew that she was going to die, she had an illness, Mm -hmm. and she left a large insurance policy to her sister to have the money held for the benefit of two minor children. Mm. And so if you make plans and make arrangements, then you can end up doing what you want to do. So this says basically in season two, Lady Caitlin Stark, we we're just talking about her, uh, I love these names, asks Brienne of Tarth to secure the safety of her daughters. That's really similar to what I just went through this past week. Mm-hmm. And they did make arrangements. But unfortunately, she didn't think to write it down or draft a letter of instructions on how to do this so that when, well, basically things don't work out well for these folks, do right. they? Yeah. Sounds like in Game of Thrones, a lot of things never really work out well for There's people. a lot of drama. Yeah. Would that yeah. be accurate? I would say a lot of unexpected things happen. And that's what we don't want to have happen. Right. With, with your planning, family. you can have things expected, and they'll go as right. according to the plan. So now when you're watching Game of Thrones, Trevor, do you actually think about this? Gee, this is a good estate planning letter. I've never thought of it before, but when okay. I heard that concept, I thought <laughs> that's a good opportunity. Now, I mentioned when you're watching Game of Thrones, you're not sitting there thinking, gee, this could happen in my family. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, here's another quote about Game of Thrones uh, from Richard Madden. Good people never survive on Game of Thrones. That's the problem. That's pretty accurate. And one could say that sometimes that happens in this country too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But again, we don't talk about politics on this show, <laughs> ever. And Mike, you're waving a piece of paper. Why don't you yeah. say something about this? I just wanted to mention that we're going to have a free educational workshop on Wednesday, uh, the 22nd, from 6.30 to 8, and that's going to be at the Dartmouth Cultural Center, 404 Elm Street in Dartmouth. 
Again, it's Wednesday, May 22nd, 6.30 to 8 at 404 Elm Street in Dartmouth. So if you want to sign up, give us a call. It's 508-998-8800, or you can register online at lancelawinc.com. And that's a wonderful facility. It's going to be a brief introduction to what the Dartmouth Cultural Center offers, and then followed by the uh, workshop that uh, Attorney Tenny Lance and Attorney Mike Coleman are going to be doing. And we're going to—that was the former uh, Southworth Library, is that correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, it's an interesting building. Uh, I know Trevor, you're doing a little video on that as well. Yeah, I was just there, and it's a really nice place to be. Looks like the castle at the top of the hill. Yeah. When yeah. you start to get down the hill into Padenarum Village, mm-hmm. it's open to the public, but. They don't have a, a very large room there, t- so there'll be limited uh, seating capacity. So make it, if you want to make a reservation, call 508-998-8800. And the Dartmouth Cultural Center will be talking as well, is that correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they'll yep. be discussing their, they have local courses in culture and arts and crafts, so if you're interested in that, you can come to that as well. Uh, here's another quotation on uh, Game of Thrones uh, from Richard Madden. One of the most beautiful things about Game of Thrones is it's told from so many different points of view, and these characters can convince you that what they're doing is right. But they're only showing you a bit of the picture, and when you see it from another character's point of view, you may switch allegiances. That's true. I would say the biggest example of that is Daenerys, is that you're kind of on her side, Mm -hmm. but you also see some of the things that she does, and if you look at it from an outside perspective, you kind of question it a little bit. I've known women in my life like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that women would say, I've known men in my life like that. Probably. Yeah, sure. We have to take both sides here. <laughs> we have to be fair. Well, do you know we're only a third of the way through talking about estate planning lessons wow. from Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, so we have to talk faster. And I thought we weren't going to have enough to talk about. Our next lesson from Game of Thrones is beware of the blended family. Mm, this is a tough one. Game of Thrones features some of the most complexly blended families in fiction. Uh, The Starks, Ned had five children with his wife, Caitlin, and he had an illegitimate son from an alleged indiscretion during a military campaign. Mm -hmm. Sounds like Eisenhower. (laughs) Uh, Not to mention a rival son that he adopted to seal a treaty. Is it any surprise that the family scattered to the winds on his death? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen lots of situations when families will have both children born in the marriage, but then Mm. they've adopted another child. Right. Mm -hmm. And often there's very different relationships that develop over the years Mm -hmm. within the family. So when you have blended families, you have to think really carefully about how you're planning for your estate, don't you? Exactly. And sometimes we have situations where we have clients that got married and they both had children from prior marriages. Mm -hmm. And so when they're doing planning, it's always tough because maybe one spouse wants to leave more to their kids, the other spouse wants to leave it to their children, or they can't decide who's going to be in charge if something happens to them. So, But you need to talk about it. Oh, yeah. You need to yeah. plan. Yeah. Our next lesson is encourage clients to talk about the future. Now, the picture that appears on this page, is this guy in the right, is that Ned Stark? Yes. yes. Okay, I thought so. He's a famous actor. I don't remember who he is. I think it's uh, is it Sean Bean. Yeah, it is. Okay. So kids need to know what's in store for them. Uh, I've seen many clients over the years who say, uh, no, we don't talk about finances with our kids. I think it's far more important to let your kids know what the values uh, are in your family, what the estate values are, and what arrangements you've made. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know about you, Mike, but when I've met with clients in the past, I've always encouraged the parents to treat your kids equally. Yeah. Every once in a while you'll say, well, I've got three kids. One of them is doing really successfully. We don't need to leave him anything. Mm. Big mistake, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, if you are going to do that, if that's something that you want to do, sit down and talk to the whole family about it and explain why you're doing it. Sometimes we have situations where clients have helped out their children during their lives, so they've given a gift to buy a house or something like that. So they want to leave them a little bit less, you know, in the estate. Right. It can lead to problems, but one way to sort of alleviate that is to sit down and talk to everyone and make sure they know why you're doing that. Mm -hmm. So, for example, this says Ned Stark made sure his children, particularly Jon Snow, knew where they stood while he was alive. Mm -hmm. In fact, Stark sent Snow to live at the Wall, knowing his son would have a place within the ranks of the Night's Watch. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean anything to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well... We have, um, let's see, as far as I can tell, we have another 10 estate planning lessons from Game of Thrones. And we're going to come right back. This article is really interesting because it's got pictures of all these characters that we're talking about as well. Any Game of Thrones fans out there? (laughs) Well, stay tuned. We're coming right back and talk about why Game of Thrones is very much like life in America today. What you need to learn from the lessons of Game of Thrones. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. Welcome back to our estate planning lessons from the Game of Thrones. For those of you who have not watched Game of Thrones, um, attorney Michael Coleman and Trevor Williams are going to ask you or tell you, do you recommend people watch this show? Yeah, absolutely. As long as you can deal with the violence and sex and everything. The violence, the sex, yeah. the, the swearing, the uh, everything else that right. goes on. Yeah. My girlfriend actually can't handle that, so she doesn't watch it. So I will say, really choose your judgment with it. Okay. Well, try it out, and, you know, if you can't take it, that's fine. Okay. (laughs) Well, it probably describes 90% of America, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sex and violence and swears. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Well, uh, not everybody, obviously, but Game of Thrones, I think, it's interesting that somebody wrote this article about 18 estate planning lessons from Game of Thrones so what's our next lesson, gentlemen? Work with what you've got. Okay. What does um, that mean? This is Tywin Lannister, and he was the lord of Casterly Rock. And basically what he did, he had a son who was a um, dwarf, and he didn't want to leave him anything, Tyrion. Um, but, you know, basically you got to work with what you have. He mm-hmm. was the firstborn son. He was really intelligent, you know, conniving. And if, if Tywin had believed in him more... Can I interrupt you for just a second? Sure. When you're talking about the dwarf, yeah. I saw his picture in one of these articles that I was looking at. Mm-hmm. He's the same guy who was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. I don't remember that. But. And uh, Which is a hysterical movie, yeah. by the way. I think I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to see it if you haven't, Trevor. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a pretty good actor. Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, he is. So work with what you've got. There is no single plan there's no one size fits all when it comes to estate planning you may have a blended family you may have no children you may have um, children born out of wedlock um, whatever it happens to be but it's important that you sit down and do planning that's Mm -hmm. the message of this and I won't give the quotations um, (laughs) that are in this little segment (laughs) I don't think it's appropriate language for the radio show so 
but work with what you've got. The next lesson is number nine, keep your client's plans up to date. This is a picture of somebody who looks like he's been poisoned and choking. Yeah, that's Joffrey. Mm -hmm. Joffrey, was he poisoned? Yes. Okay, did he survive? No. Okay, <laughs> everybody in the studio is shaking their heads. Yep. <laughs> I told you there'd be spoilers. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But hopefully, if you haven't seen it at all, you won't remember this. Right, right. Because okay. all the different names out there, it's just nonsense until you start learning the characters. I see. Hey, who knows? Maybe he comes back to life in the last episode or something. That's possible. Maybe. You never know. I guess there. anything is possible yeah, with the yeah, show, huh? Yeah. All right, so what does this mean, keep your estate planning, uh, keep your client's plans up to date? You can't just put it out in the drawer after you've done it, right? Mark? Yeah, exactly. Things change. Laws change. Um, people decide to name different beneficiaries or different trustees or fiduciaries. So basically what we do is every three to five years, we'll contact our clients to have them come back in and look over things. And if anything's changed, we can take care of it. So this says... You have to be uh, thinking about constantly updating and reevaluating because laws and people change mm -hmm. or they die. And they die a lot in Game of Thrones. So Jeffrey dies of poison on his wedding day, poor mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. And his younger brother, Tommen, is slated to take over as the new king. Mm -hmm. But what happens also if Tommen also dies, as predicted? Yeah. So make sure that you have up-to-date plans, mm -hmm. basically. And our next lesson is... Client's trust is hard to earn and easy to lose. And is this also Danny Daenerys in this yep. picture? Yep. Yeah, I'm learning the characters already. Already. Yeah. And um, I don't remember her last name. Daenerys. Targaryen. Targaryen. Yeah. Okay. Interesting names. <laughs> so even the best advice is worthless if you don't pay attention to it and follow recommendations. So I've seen a lot of people come in the office, uh, for example, in our USA Wealth Group uh, business that we do, and we'll talk about doing financial things, and then they won't follow up. They don't bring information back in again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes weeks goes by, and then months goes go by, and then yeah. they get busy. Mm -hmm. So you really have to pay attention, and you really have to you know, get it done, essentially. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take a, a short uh, aside here again and just remind people once more that there is an educational workshop to be held at the Dartmouth Cultural Center. It's going to be on Wednesday, May 22nd. The time is from 6.30 to 8 o'clock. And the Cultural Center is located at 404 Elm Street. It's a building that was uh, used to be the Southworth Library. Not, I'm sorry. No, not Southworth Library. What was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Was it? The, yeah. old, the old Southworth the Library. The old Southworth Library. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, it's right at the top of the hill as you're going down the hill into uh, Paydenarum Village. It's open to the public. There's going to be a brief presentation by the Dartmouth Cultural Center uh, folks talking about the wonderful courses and uh, programs they offer. And then there's going to be a brief presentation on how wills, trust, and nursing home asset protection works, mm -hmm. uh, put on by Attorney Tenny Lance and Attorney Mike Coleman. And they're going to be talking about wills versus trusts, which we're just talking about in the Game of Thrones, how to avoid probate, how to protect children, nursing home planning issues, how to qualify for Medicaid. The thing is, if you want to go to this, you have to call and make a reservation because they do have limited seating. Yeah. And give a call to uh, Mike's office, 508-998-8800.
and it'll be fun. So I guess going into the Dartmouth Cultural Center, it's sort of like going back in time into the Game of Thrones, isn't it? A little bit. So, Mike, would you be wearing your Game of Thrones costume that night? No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Do, do you have a Game of Thrones costume? I do not. You do not. <laughs> How about you, Trevor? I don't, surprisingly. What's the matter with you guys? <laughs> You're such fans of Game of Thrones. I mean, it looks like robes and funny things that they wear. So, our next uh, lesson from Game of Thrones is listen to the experts. Mm-hmm. Estate planning can be very complicated. And if you don't do it right, then there can be a problem. So this talks about two bad kings, Geoffrey and Robert Baratheon. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce that? Yep. Mm-hmm. They had one thing in common. They refused to advi- listen to the advice of the small council. Mm. And a wise king listens to his advisors, even when he's old enough to have some wisdom for himself. Right. So don't think you know it all. Right. Get some advice from professionals. Yep. All right, I like this next one. This is number 12 in our lessons list here. Managing wealth is tougher than amassing it. Mm -hmm. So you can make money, but what you do after the fact to control it and manage it wisely. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this in just a little bit, Mike. Yeah, yeah. a trust is a great way to do this. Um, If you have, you know, beneficiaries that you know you don't want everything to go to right away, you can have assets held in trust and maybe distributed to them over you know a period of years sometimes people want to do it you know at a certain age Mm -hmm. or um, maybe partly at one age and then partly at another so that they know that the assets will be taken care of and not spent all right away so what's the common youngest age that you normally recommend for assets to be held for children usually it's 25 okay Um, but you know depending on who the beneficiary is sometimes people want to make it older I know that you had a situation where um, there was a woman who did a trust for her son, and he was getting things even when he was, what, in the 60s? Or? It was going to be held in trust for him. He was 65, and yeah. she was in 90. <laughs> but uh, he was married to somebody who did not have good spending habits and yeah. had some medical pro- problems yeah. as well. So the mother said, absolutely, he can have assets from the trust. He can have income and principal if he needs it. Mm-hmm. But she left it to somebody else's discretion. So mm-hmm. this is a 65-year-old man mm-hmm. yeah. that she didn't feel should have control of the money because it would be dissipated right away. And that happens a lot with spouses, too. Sometimes people are wary of spouses and mm-hmm. the influence that they can have, so they don't want it to go to the spouse. Or sometimes you might even ask a question. If you've got a 25-year-old child who's that age right now, and you're not really crazy about the person that they're dating or engaged to, mm-hmm. And you may think, I'm not sure that if they get married, the marriage is going to last. Yeah. One of the things you could say is, gee, if something happens to us all of a sudden, they'll get one-third when we're gone, yeah. one-third five years later, one-third five years after that, yep. and keep it held in trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's another way to be uh, assured that the outside person isn't just marrying for money. Or you could do a prenuptial. Yep. Uh, language in the trust, which we do sometimes. So, But anyway, uh, there are a number of ways to manage money, and that's one of the things that we absolutely look for in uh, Game of Thrones as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, people don't typically make money today the way they were making money in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's definitely pretty different, although there's a little parallel. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, I've already asked you the question about whether you'd live like to live in that time. I don't think I would like to live in that time. Yeah. No. I think we have it much better now than they yeah. had it back then. Mm-hmm. And maybe because of that, if you think about it, maybe because we have it much better, that's why people don't need to go out and kill their neighbors and take over their right. houses and right. everything else, right? right? I, would, I would hope so. Or sleep with each other's spouses <laughs> or whatever they're doing in right. Game of Thrones. Well, the Game of Thrones is all about the leaders. I mean, there are you know millions and millions of people who are just normal people. Okay. So you don't really get that perspective, but you you know you see what's happening with the kings and queens and princes of the world. Mike, think about what's happening in the world today. Yeah. I mean, think about the wacky leaders we have all around the world. Yeah. But I think most of the people in Game of Thrones lived in really bad, you know, like medieval sort of yeah. living, whereas today we're much better off. Right. Most most people are. Yeah. Yep. So, lesson number 13, 18 estate planning lessons from Game of Thrones. Identify all potential beneficiaries and heirs. Who's this character in this picture? Uh, that's Jon Snow. Jon Snow. He's okay. one of the also characters that you really follow. Now, he's a descendant of, uh, I forget the guy's name already. Ned Stark. Ned Stark, thank you. Um, and was he an illegitimate yeah. person from mm-hmm. uh, Ned Stark? Yeah. Okay. That's why he has a last name, Snow. Yeah. He's okay. not a Stark. All right. He's not a Stark. He's a Snow. Right. <laughs> well, I'm sure that many people listening today understand this. I'm actually picking up a lot of this. I might have to go and think about reading these books at some point. I have them if you want them. You do? Yeah. How many books are there? Five. Five books? Yeah. Are they all these really big, thick, thick books? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's shaking their heads. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I have to admit, I haven't read the books. I've only watched the show. Yeah. Well, that's because you're a different generation, I Trevor. I think so. And also, <laughs> I was introduced to the show before the books. Oh, okay. So mm. the movies came out before the books did? No. no. Well, in my case, my friends just kept pressuring me to watch the show. Hmm. Yeah, the first book was released in 1996, I think. Okay. And he's supposed to be writing more, but who knows if that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'd probably take a little vacation and continue writing if I were him. Yeah. yeah. We're all hoping so. So he should write a book that's set in contemporary times with contemporary people around the world. But he has to finish the series first. Oh, okay. <laughs> because the show goes past where the books ended. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, so the books haven't caught up to the show yet. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that means you have more to look forward to. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. It's sort of <laughs> like life. No matter what you've acquired, you want to try to acquire more mm. or protect more, protect better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So all this right. Well, our lesson number 13 is identify all potential beneficiaries and heirs. Right. So this is somebody called Snow. We always want to make sure, like in a trust or a will, that we have everyone accounted for. And if there's someone that you don't want to have inherit something, you should put that in writing in the trust or the will because otherwise they can come along and say, oh, you should forget about me and, you know, I'm entitled to a portion of the estate. So we always want to make sure everyone's included or unincluded. And who knows how many people listening today may have an unexpected heir out there yeah. that maybe one spouse knows about and the other one doesn't. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, if a child has passed away, their share may be going to their to their children just by operation of law. And is that something that you want? Or do you want to keep everything within, you know, the first generation? Mm-hmm. Well, what this says is sometimes if you reveal who the parents really are, it can result in a number of 
further schemes to try to cut out that person mm -hmm. uh, with uh, predictably bloody results, at yeah. least in the Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the next one. I like the looks of this character. It looks like a zombie from one of those zombie movies. Keep things flexible. Who is mm -hmm. this character who looks like she's young, emaciated, and is part of the walking dead she is a zombie yeah oh, she is a zombie there is a zombie too yes dragons yes. and zombies yes wonderful gosh so, so the only certainty in life other than death is change mm -hmm. and uh, people need to know that if things change in your life in your family then you need to change your estate plan yeah right and a revocable living trust is a document that can be amended and changed and restated so if something changes in life you can amend the trust to account for that change. Hmm. Now, Mike, if you lived at the time of Game of Thrones, think of all the clients you could have had <laughs> to help them do their estate plans. Yes. <laughs> well, the characters in the uh, Game of Thrones that apparently have plans for almost every contingency, but yet none are prepared for the impending threat represented by the White Walkers, which dwarfs their petty succession squabbles. Is this young lady who looks like a zombie, is she a white walker? Yeah. So that's what the definition That's basically what they call the zombies in the show is white walkers. Okay. Now, what if you have people that you know that look like this today? <laughs> Would you call them a zombie? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, I like this one, too. Uh, this guy looks like he's probably ready for a nursing home. It says, <laughs> beware undue influence. Who's mm -hmm. this character? I forget his name, to um, be honest. I think that's the High Sparrow. Yeah. He was, like he was a, a religious priest. leader. Yep, that's what it says. He's yeah. a, uh, on the surface, he seems innocent and pious, mm -hmm. but ultimately he's conniving and power hungry, and yeah. he's the High Sparrow. Mm -hmm. So clearly there are people in your lives, if you're listening today, who try to have undue influence over you. Mm. And we try to be on guard about that, too. We we have seen, and I'm sure you've seen, many situations in which you've got outside um, home care advisors sometimes. Mm -hmm. You've yeah. got undue yeah. influence by relatives sometimes. Yeah, it can be kids sometimes. It can be children. That, you know, right. If one child is living with the parents and they you know, can make decisions for them or they have power of attorney, and you know, that can be a tricky situation if there are other children. Hmm. So did you ever think that maybe all these clients when you see those situations maybe they're really fans of game of thrones maybe <laughs> and that's where they get their ideas from maybe and uh number 16 stay abreast of changes in the law mm -hmm. all right who's this uh lady who's looking at a a knight in shining armor or something that's cersei 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 thirsty cersei cersei yeah okay is she a good person or a bad person I would argue that she's a pretty bad person. Okay. <laughs> All right. But she does care about her family a lot. Okay. Well, I guess we've known people like that, too, mm -hmm. in life, haven't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In your own relationships, and I'm not going to ask you to comment on your own family, because <laughs> I've, I've met at least your dad, yep. and he seems like a pretty nice guy. Mm -hmm. um, but Cersei Lannister perfectly illustrates the point of watching out for changes in the law. She's infamous for having plans within plans. And sometimes I meet with people and I look and there's one person in a couple relationship that you can tell is clearly the decision maker. Oh, yeah. 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 And they're really sharp and on top of things. And the other person has just sort of gone along with it all, haven't they? Mm -hmm. But you have to be uh, very careful about changes in the law. And 
let's see, her own son, who was a king, King Tommen, outlawed trial by combat on the mm-hmm. advice of the High Sparrow that mm-hmm. we just talked about. Mm-hmm. But um, so she then has to come up with a different solution. Right. So we won't talk about the solutions. That would be a spoiler, wouldn't it? Oh, it's a big spoiler. <laughs> All right. Number 17, beware the blended family. Uh, we talked about this. If, if you're in a situation, uh, Mike, where mm-hmm. you see a client, and we talked about this a little, mm-hmm. it's a second marriage, your children from uh, both prior marriages. Yeah. Um, it's really tricky, isn't it, to do proper estate planning? It is, because like I said earlier, sometimes the two spouses have different goals um, for assets. So maybe one spouse wants to leave it to their children, or they want one of their children to be in charge. Or the other spouse wants to leave it to someone else. So you have to really be careful and make sure they're on the same page about what happens. Okay. And our last lesson from Game of Thrones today, number 18, is don't make assumptions about heirs. Now, who's this blonde lady? Is this the one that we talked about before? Yeah, that's Daenerys. Daenerys. Why does she have a little mini dragon on her shoulder? Because she was the lady who raised the dragons, right? Yeah, she's the mother of dragons. She actually, her official title is very long and drawn out. I can't even list off all of her titles, but <laughs> she has a lot. I'm not sure that she's somebody that I'd want to meet in the dark with a dragon on her shoulder. <laughs> um, does she give birth to dragons? or No. No, okay. No, but I had to ask that question. <laughs> that would be kind of spooky. <laughs> But uh, don't make assumptions about heirs. Um, many heirs will not work the way you want them to work. Um, I've had situations literally in the past where somebody will call up on a Friday and say, um, my parent uh, is dying and looks like they're not going to make it through the weekend. What should I do? Yeah. Or can I meet you Monday morning because my parent just died? Yeah. And sometimes they genuinely want advice and ideas about what to do other times they're interested in funds right and right money, aren't mm-hmm. they you have to be really careful about who you talk to we have a legal responsibility to only be able to share information with you know those who are entitled to receive it so mm-hmm. we have to be careful of that so pay attention to game of thrones ladies and gentlemen um i thought this article was really fascinating 18 estate planning lessons from the game of thrones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you think it sort of like accurately reflects the fact that you can learn from the game of thrones yeah I, and i almost yeah. wonder what other lessons we could learn if someone else were to compile a list of lessons all right so i'll tell you what trevor you think about that makes me a little outline and maybe we'll do a follow-up show at some point okay that's a good idea But uh, a big thank you to attorney Michael Coleman. A big thank you to Trevor Williams for being number one fans for Game (laughs) of Thrones, first of all. And um, I thought this would be kind of a fun topic to do. I realize not everybody watches it, but... It's still interesting to hear about. And I bet that after listening to some of this, that some people are now going to go back and start to watch the Game of Thrones. Yes, hopefully. So it's all available on reruns or... Mm-hmm. HBO. It's on HBO. Old shows? Okay, mm-hmm. good. And if you listen to our episode about uh, cutting cable, you'll know how to get HBO and okay. how to do all that. Good <laughs> idea. And if you forgot all that, just call our office. Give me a call, Ray Lance, 508-998-8858. Call Trevor Williams at the same number. We'll be happy to help you. A final reminder that on Wednesday, May 22nd, coming up, 
at 6.30 at night, 6.30 to 8, 8 p.m. There's a special workshop. It's going to be at the Dartmouth Cultural Center, 404 Elm Street in South Dartmouth, right at the beginning of Paden Aram Village. It is open to the public. There's no cost to attend. They're going to talk about the history of the old Southworth Library, and it looks like a little mini castle. Looks like you're going to go visit the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. location. <laughs> Um, but you must make a reservation. Please call at 508-998-8800 if you would like to make a reservation. And Michael's going to be there mm-hmm. and his Game of Thrones costume. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You, you told me you didn't have I it. I feel like at this point I am almost obligated to have a Game of Thrones costume. We should do that. We should have a costume party in the office. <laughs> that would be fun. Around Halloween time and invite everybody to come into the office wearing costumes <laughs> yeah. one day. I think that would be a good plan. But they're going to talk about wills versus trusts, how to avoid probate, uh, disability planning. I guess there was a lot of disability in Game of Thrones, wasn't there? Yeah, there's a there's a couple characters with uh, disabilities. Yeah, mm. one loses his hand. That's a disability. Mm-hmm. Hacked off limbs and yeah. that sort of stuff. There's it's a little a, bit different than today. There's yeah. a a kid who in the first episode actually gets disabled. Yeah. So. Okay. They they go in depth with it. Well, thank you both for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, you've learned something from Game of Thrones and the estate planning lessons. One final quotation from Ryan Zinke. I believe in the value of life. I believe we must prepare our children for tomorrow with the family values of my grandparents, but not necessarily the family values of the Game of Thrones. Yeah, hopefully not the family values of the Game of Thrones. Thank you for listening. (laughs)